Season 1, Irrational Treasure, uh, where last time we had a clone episode um, where they worked together and were paper and then mainly died, but two of them are still out there. Uh, we also met Pacifica and Candy and Grenda for the first time. And yeah, it was a lot of lot of fun, a lot of fun uh, episode. Uh, this one is one of my personal favourites from the first series. Uh, so yeah, let's get started in three, two, one, now. Oh, I remember this one. The, the jokes okay. are really good in this. Yeah, that's going to be my next question. And I don't know how that works. <laughs> Cow. <laughs> what do you reckon it is, Jamie? Mm. Like a like a medieval Oh, oh. You're on the some, right lines. There's some locations that have like medieval um like replication. Oh the intro is uh, doing the slow motion thing that like yours was doing, Emily. Uh, so, again, this is set in America, uh, so they do not have Renaissance fairs. Well, they no, they have Renaissance fairs. Um, not medieval, but yeah, it's a pioneer day. Uh. I can't think what it reminds me of. <laughs> Love that joke so much. Yeah. Much more recent than medieval <laughs> times, because America as it is today is a much more recent country. <laughs> I just still got the earrings. Yep. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, look who's that in the back. Police are so useless. They're adorable, but they're not good police officers. 
I think we figured that for some Ah, <laughs> oh, simpler times when this mm. came out. <laughs> it's amazing, you shut up. God, she is despisable in this first season. She is not great in this first season. Is that a mom and dad is in the background? Yes. Ooh. Whatever, she sort of reminds me of, like, you know, Weiss, you know, like Ruby season yes. one. Yeah, absolutely. That sort of trope. She's not a character yet. No. <laughs> But now they do this. <laughs> and now they're confident. Yeah. He's, he's tiny. No, not the sweater. They have to animate you a different one every single episode. Yes, you're very unique. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no. But stop littering Mabel, damn it.
So that's basically the only job to keep the cover up. Is that why they're so bad at pretty much so everything it would else? So seem, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love this. Oh, yeah, this is good. <laughs> so good. No, Mabel. Like she's just doing sort of weird or stupid things. Yeah. And it ends up working. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was her. <laughs> Oh dear. God, I remember <laughs> the bundles at primary school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Forrest. Banania. It's pretty impressive. It's the greater good, Stan. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Very particular brand of silly as well. Yeah. 
Then care more about the environment, child. <laughs> yes. No littering. We'll go through the rest of this um letter at the end. I'd say there's probably something in there. There's lots of stuff in there and it's very funny. <laughs> oh. It's a lot of lot of darts. Just had that in his hat the whole time. <laughs> oh dear. Of course they're not gonna show that. <laughs> so good. Peanut butter. <laughs> and littering. <laughs> Bit excessive. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. 
That's Alex Hirsch, isn't it? That's a creator. Yeah. yeah, it is. Thought so. I wouldn't call them serious cops, to be honest, but. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you always hear about that keys that open anything. How would that even work? It doesn't. I they don't think. anymore. They they would have done at the time because locks were much simpler. Ah, uh, okay. Or a lot of locks anyway, but it's all to do with pins and things now. So <laughs> worm. <laughs> Go. Of course he did. <laughs> Which he will probably never use again, maybe.
I'm not going to question the physics of that, how she got that nope. over her head, but that, but there you go. <laughs> Negative twelve. Yep. It's the meme. <gasps> That's the meme. And that's the only reference we have to Zeus in the episode. We don't see him or hear him speak at all. Such a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Hey. Is it basically our version of a prime minister? No. Not exactly. No. No. A congressman and... Babies. I they're kind of MPs, but they're also not. It's complicated. It's not the same system as ours. They can't be the same babies from a hundred years ago. <laughs> I love it. There we go. Episode 8, Irrational Treasure. I like that one. Yeah. It's insane, but it's great. It's it's but that's what makes it great. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh so yeah, this episode obviously was a pun on the title of the movie National Treasure. Um Yeah, I'm noticing a lot of sort of puns, very yeah, a lot of puns, a lot of references. Uh for <laughs> sure. Uh yeah, Mabel always made an official congressman. Um, we see Pac- uh, Pacifica's parents, Preston and Priscilla Northwest. Um, didn't actually know they had names. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't either, but they do. Ah. Uh, during the top secret film, the seal says, official United States government cover-up seal. Good to, good to know. Uh, again, in Disney Channel Asia, uh, the line, bottom line, George Washington was a jerk, was cut. <laughs> for- <laughs> Did they say why? Nope. They were just cut. Um, and apparently uh, Mabel is able to use nachos as earrings thanks to very sticky nacho cheese, which is disgusting, but also I guess <laughs> fair enough. Um, so yeah, in addition to the true identity of Nathaniel Northwest, the Northwest cover-up document also reveals that Thomas Jefferson was actually just two kids in an overcoat standing on each other's shoulders. <laughs> a current and former forever president of the United States is actually Santa Claus. Under the reign of Mr. Claus, America is not a democracy, but a jollyocracy. The statues in Mount Rushmore are actually gigantic presidential-faced robots that will be called into action when America needs them most. <laughs> Uh, an enormous evil time-devouring baby from another dimension is frozen in an Antarctic glacier. Um, I think there's a caveat of luckily those things don't melt, so it's stuck in there forever. Um, writing jokes for cartoons is more important than sleep. Uh, and reciting the Pledge of Allegiance backwards will give one wizard, one secret wizard powers. 
also the mystery shack does not appear in this episode and it is the only full episode for that to be the case uh, hmm. and yeah the actual author's cover up is let it here be recorded that Nathaniel Northwest, famous for his native Gravity Falls, in his native Gravity Falls for standing in the park and hitting himself with a large boating oar until he blacked out, was chosen to become the Patsy Mayor of Gravity Falls. Northwest spoke in a series of grunts and screams and often yelled his trademark phrase, I'm going to eat this oak tree because I'm a powerful wizard. <laughs> the fabled founder of Gravity Falls was in fact a fraud. His last moments on Earth were spent choking on a giant piece of bark attempting to live out his beautiful dream. He was hated by everyone that knew him. He will not be missed. Thomas Jefferson was actually just two kids, and, and you've, you've heard all that bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, fortunately, glaciers never melt, so we should be fine. Um, and, and yeah, oh, and also after the wizard's powers thing, it says, um, this one is true, kids. Try it at home. Uh, so there we go. And then the cryptogram uh, on this one was E Pluribus Trembly which in Latin means out of many trembly, which is a reference to a phrase e pluribus unum, out of many one, that appears on the seal of the United States and was a de facto motto of the US until 1956. And on the negative 12 of a bill, the serial number is Z02395486040Z. Uh, which after grouping the numbers into pairs and then adding up the sums of the digits within those pairs, you get 2,12,9,14,4, which translates to blind, which is, a, which is a clue to something from much later in the show and shows how ridiculous the clues and things are in this, this kid's show on Disney. Uh, but yeah. It's, it's very clever, <laughs> if you really think clever. about it, like how it does. I think it was like the first program I think I ever watched that used like a, a cyphergram. Yeah. Figure uh, stuff out. Yeah, for sure. I think it's almost definitely the first like kids show to, to properly do it. It's it's cool because it's it is a kids show and at the heart of it, but it, it appeals so much to like us as adults. Like it's for sure. it's just great. I mean, and that's what you know, they would say that's what the best the best quote unquote kids show should be, like this and Avatar. Um you know, mm. the things that, you know, they're for kids, but there's jokes in, in the comedy there that will work for adults as well. And I think the, the stories I think, are still good. Yeah. I think Alex Hirsch knew that he wanted to make something that would appeal to like everybody. Sure. There's quite a few shows which, as a kid, you watch and you don't think anything of it. But mm -hmm. then you watch it as an adult and you catch on to things that you would yeah. never have picked yes. up on as a kid. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think of ones that I remember. And those are sort of the. The best, not the best, best is not fair. I mean, often they will be. Uh, like lots of shows that are centered for for kids and just for kids, just have a whole, whole lot of toilet humor, which you know by the time you're even like not even an adult, just a teenager, you're just like this is just dumb. It's like it's a lot of like good. yeah, it's just like because kids are not stupid, they will clearly no. understand things going on, and like it's just it's so like if you treat your you know audience with respect, it will be something Absolutely. really really good. Because sure. you've got different, maybe silly, but yeah. in a very intelligent way. Yeah, exactly. She's not annoying. She's likable as a protagonist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so speaking of that, we've got um, got some more Pacifica being being a jerk again. <laughs> I hate <laughs> the character. They wasted no time to be like, "Yep, she still sucks." 
Um, but again, like I'd say, she's very much just a plot point and a stereotype at this at this juncture. She's not really a character. Just sucks because that sort of character exists. I know because oh, uh, absolutely. Um, Lion, obviously that that I was, I, I thought you that archetype. Yeah, like you have the, the hierarchy. You always have characters, but like people so that know. People I think they know exist. everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially at secondary school. Yeah. Yeah, kid, kids are very extreme with how they sort of behave. Kids can be very mean. I mean, in just in general, like, there's no real... But, you don't yeah. really have a... There's no often a middle ground, it's one or the other. No. Yeah, yeah you, you're, there's either the quiet kid, or the loud kid, yeah. or the disruptive kid. There's never a quiet kid who's occasionally disruptive. For sure. No, yeah. Yeah, it's... You you have one thing and you stick with it largely. It's that yeah, does and then in as way. you grow up, you sort of either grow out of it or you sort of just cling on to it. You sort of, or you learn your boundaries more. For sure, indeed. Because adults don't lose the silly properties. It's more about they know when to be yeah. silly. Yeah, yeah. It's more reading reading cues and stuff like that as to when to. Yeah, kids don't tend to read the room. No, no, they they don't often. But yeah. But yeah, Quentin Tremblay, uh, he's just hilarious. Uh, we saw Gideon again very briefly, but uh, not particularly menacing from him this time. Um, I think this is sort of what Hilda's doing. It mm. just sort of shows you these characters, sort of goes, they're here, they have It doesn't forget about them, yeah. No, it's not going to oh, be okay. a case of, yeah, they're, they're just like a one-trick wonder. It reminds you that they are apparent in that universe, and they will... Yeah. Sort of come back, which Hilda does, and Hilda also did in in reverse. Yes, we're just showing you background characters who then become more characters yeah. later. Definitely, uh, would recommend Hilda if you haven't seen it on uh on Netflix. Me and Jamie reacted to the first two seasons. Oh, nice! Uh, I have seen it on there. It's just, it's still, it does look interesting actually. I like the art style. Yeah, the art style's really nice. The humor's really humor's great, and there's some really cool stories. Um, uses a lot of um folklore. That's pretty oh, cool. cool. We've not gone to the film yet, but uh, we'll we will get there. Oh, that's cool. Was that what we tried to watch the other week? Anyway? We tried to watch it last week, and Netflix was just like, uh, "You can't watch this," and we were like, "Cool." I wasn't I having any of it. Guess we're not watching it today then. But you know, we'll get there at some point. <gasps> Got Probably before this comes out, still. Uh, to be fair, but uh, yeah, yeah, just a really fun episode. Some of the humor, I I love the the trembly stuff with the box. Uh, and uh, we've got to break in. Dun 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 dun. We're in. Uh, that was good. Jokes like that, I just, just yeah, really like. Uh, but yeah, any final thoughts from either of you? No, not me. In which case, we'll leave this one here. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of Cabincast. For more episodes, go to www.cabincast.podbean.com or use the Podbean app. You can now also find us on iTunes and Podcasts under Cabincast and on YouTube. Finally, you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com/cabincast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.